Welcome to Go Home Heat, an AEW Double or Nothing podcast. I will go ahead and cut to the chase. That is the pay-per-view I have been waiting for out of this company. I have nothing negative to say about 7 to 11 at my house. Amazing night of pro wrestling and entertainment. Nothing? Nothing negative to say about it. Nothing. I mean... Let's start. Let's okay. get it. Let's dive in. <laughs> Let's Rio versus it. Serena Deed. It was absolutely fantastic. Oh yeah. Uh, Deed works the knee. Uh, that one. She even hits a couple of dragon screws or three or four moves in there. Dude, I've never she hits seen. A, a double double leg dragon screw. She has both legs. Correct. It's crazy. The stretch run there. They put they they sequenced two or three moves, which a couple of them I haven't seen before. But that's kind of the beauty of women's wrestling evolving is that they're like physically different than men so they can kind of do some stuff quickly that oh, yeah. we can't they actually uh, I well say, i can't do any of it but you know what i'm saying <laughs> i want to say they referenced uh a joshi wrestler from the 90s uh yoshida i want to was that the match that they talked about her i think they did i think they I think did that was it mm-hmm. now deed winds up getting her into a uh a leg hold that to go for that knee mm-hmm. she won't tap and then she rams the knee into the ground multiple times, and she finally submits. And I thought it was fantastic. I thought that, the right person went over. Rio is an amazing performer, especially with somebody that's not. Sometimes they would put her in there with the big, big girls before, and it's just kind of tough for optically. She, that's yeah. a little tough for her because she's only like she's tiny, tiny, tiny. But this was perfect. The matchup was perfect. The wrestling was perfect. That last fantastic. little stretch was was just off the charts good i, I know everyone's seen uh sang her praises but serena deeb is unbelievably good right unbelievably good right uh crowds crazy early on they stay that way the whole night well, we, we begin it's so long ago we begin with double or nothing hangman page versus brian cage the machine he comes out dressed like the machine another amazing match to me mm-hmm. uh hangman is brutalized quite a bit i i almost I really uh, did not expect for Cage to dominate the action like he did, even as we got down the stretch run. Cage winds up. uh, Page won't give in, won't give in, won't give in. Um, Every time Page gets something on Cage, I thought this was a neat thing to put into the match. Any offense he had, he immediately went for the pin. It's yeah. like he knew the mountain he had to climb. If I can, I might not be able to get him down for long, but if I get him down for just three, I can win. So if I get, if I hit one move and he falls, I, I follow that up with a pinning predicament immediately. You Smart. know, and it 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 optically tells the tale of I'm climbing this mountain I can't deal with. You know what I mean? Or I can deal with, but I I, I probably realistically can only get him down for three. You know, if if this was a ten count event, I probably wouldn't have a chance, right? So. As this is continuing, we have Cage's teammates, who he's had issues with, his uh, faction mates, come down. You have Starks. You have Hook. Um, Hook distracts. Starks tosses the belt to Cage, the FTW belt. Cage picks it up, throws it back at Starks. He doesn't want the help. Then as he turns to argue with Hook about being there in the first place, Page is clever enough to hit that buckshot lariat right there, gets him down for the three, it looks like Cage will be leaving FTW, and that's really a great move for Cage and FTW because uh, Hobbs can take his place. 
Mm-hmm. He can be the heater in the yeah. faction. No problem. And, and Cage can go on his own. And I do think Cage looked great in defeat. I, I feel like even in his other matches, he has looked good in defeat. He looks like, because he does dominate the match from like a, a structural standpoint. Right. He's being booked well. Yes. Even though he doesn't go over every time. Yes. He is being booked well. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. I agree with you. Then we have uh, Mox and Kingston versus the Young Bucks. Another just really one of my favorite Bucks matches. I mean, so fun. It was fun. They started out with the fun stuff outside. They jump them while the uh, the streamers the streamers are still in the air. <laughs> I love that Mox is is choking one of them out by like trying right. to stuff him down his throat. Oh my! Absolutely, God. they do the, that craziness, and then finally we get into the ring and we get the match. Kingston knee gives way a little bit early on, which tells the tale of Mox having to take the beatings. Yeah. The the through line of his knee throughout the whole match was so consistent. It it, it just it, this match put together so well. Even when he looked like he might lose, it was never due to shots to the head. Yes. They even at one point they gave up super kicking him towards the head or hitting him in the head. Super kicked him in the knee. Yeah, shoot. Smart. It tells the tale. It also allows Mox to continue to have to fight from down under because he's fighting two guys the whole match. Mox kind of gives it the old, if you're going to put me down, you got to put me down thing towards the end when they super kick him a couple of times and he manages to get up, fight back, and then they super kick him a couple more times. I thought he had it. The the kick out at one I want to talk about because he's coated in blood just wild-eyed. I love that moment. Yes. And then he gets kicked again and goes down because that that was it. That was the last scream of of a... of, of adrenaline yes. that he would have. They gave you the Macho Man callback. <laughs> nice little shield callback in the, there. The, the Macho Man callback, the Hogan callback. Yes, the, the shield, shield callback. callback. Yeah. Bret Hart versus Stone Cold. He has a bleeding, the the blood from a stone t-shirt we all know that's famous from their match. The the bleeding uh, mocks in a sharpshooter. And it's, you know, he's gonna tap and but he doesn't, of course. And so then we wind up with multiple kicks to the head and then the was it knee triggers twice uh, the, the BTE trigger BTE they did it trigger. like four times yes they did it once they, and then they did it again and like that three times in a row <laughs> right 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 to show the strength in there I thought that I thought it was great fantastic it was right? fantastic it was so fun piggybacking on that though I love Taz being on commentary yes. and Don Callis being on commentary <laughs> Don was saying having that. the managers of the heels on commentary is a little bit of a twist on the heel comment, like the old uh, Gorilla Monsoon, Jesse the Body guys, or you know Vince McMahon and Jesse the Body, where it's oh, would you stop it? You know that kind of thing. You have that, but this time you have somebody that isn't just always rooting for heels. He's literally invested because it's his stable that that is in action. Yeah, and I really like that twist to that old style storytelling. I thought that did a good job with that. Don uh, Don does something at the end of the night that I thought was just perfect. Okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, Paul White winds up getting us into this battle royal. We have Christian, Matt Seidel, Powerhouse Hobbs, and Dustin started out a rapper, Max Caster. Right. Then we get a whole bunch of people, including Jungle Boy, and I thought this was well booked. It comes Mm -hmm. down to you know Matt Hardy's faction, Private Party, Matt Hardy are there they're there to defend him uh we had the the joker was leo rush leo rush who's a Which fantastic is, wrestler they gave him like five seconds of just <laughs> go out there and get every bit of sh- in show us what you have flip 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 do everything Dude, 
and then get out of there and we'll get back to the story. The way Leo Rush like thinks about wrestling, it, it's like a dance, but it's in a totally different way than like a buck. Like people compare the bucks to being like a choreographed dance. It's like that, but different. And you, you see that when he, he wrestles, he's always thinking about what he what would make sense to be his next move, always moving right spot to spot, always doing something a little cooler than just moving out of the way. Right, and, and that includes if he's fighting for people. Absolutely. He like he must be able to. They talk about how um, it's really hard in a ladder match or a mm-hmm. multiple man match because you kind of got to know where everybody is. Yes, he'll be in matches like that though, where in his spots. He's doing it on four, five, six people, and he has to, and he's including the ring ring posts and the he just ropes and everything. And he's so fast; it's his his mind must be really good. I wanted to talk briefly because I want to say they were going to do the bouncing off the bottom rope cutter to Matt Hardy. Correct. It seems like it got messed up a little bit the first time due to positioning. No hesitation. He he went just went into something else and then went around back to they it. They found it a way so right good. back to the spot, right? It looks it was so smart. Again, just no hesitation. Well he got hung on the top rope. Yes. Because he's supposed to hit the bottom and bounce back, but he got hung on the top and slid into the second. Came out, ran at Matt. Matt hit him with something. He hit him with something back. Boom. Goes back into it. Boom. It looked great. Perfect. It was just again no the no hesitation part of it was just so I impressive, I think. Right. Private Party guides Matt through the match. Yes. Comes down to where uh, Christian, I believe, eliminates Private Party. We, I think Christian and Jungle Boy combine mm-hmm. to eliminate Private Party. Yeah, so they, now they, it's the, <laughs> the old school friends, Christian and Matt, or the two baby faces, Jungle Boy, in a three-way fight here. Who's, who? Matt offers to help. Says, hey, you know, does, our, does their two little... Um, the back-to-back of Edge and Christian thing, and then the uh, Hardy boys hand signal and says, let's take this kid out and we'll do it ourselves. Christian sort of agrees until he tosses Matt. Hey, immediately. <laughs> which is great, and it sets up Jungle Boy versus Christian. Which was great. That little segment of the match was so good. Crowd was singing Jungle Boy's theme Dude. song through the finish. They were so hot for Jungle Boy that, the whole time. Yeah, that that think that's what surprised... I expected Christian to be more over, but, dude, they loved Jungle Boy. They did. They were huge on his theme song. They were huge on every... They were, like, booing Christian. Right. In, in, right. They didn't want him to win. They did not. They weren't booing until the till they thought. Because yeah. I think nobody thought Jungle Boy was going to win. Yeah. To originally I, I before thought, it all I started. I thought Christian was going to win. Right. So once once Jungle Boy was possible, they were all in because the winner gets a title shot. Then Christian gets him on the outside of the ropes. He's in trouble first, and then it looks like he's flipped the script on Jungle Boy. He pushes him towards the ring post. Jungle Boy flies around the outside, yes. grabbing the ring post. Oh, that was so cool. Slides under the bottom rope. He's back in the ring. Christian gets back in the ring. Jungle Boy gets him out of the ring for the win. Christian gets in the ring, gives him the hug and the nod, and says, go get him, champ. Leaves, exits. The crowd's singing Jungle Boy song. It's just perfect. It's perfect. It was such a good moment. Yes, yes. This pay-per-view was built for the fans. Yes. It really was built for the fans. I mean, it, it, with the fans... First big night back, spot on move. Oh, we, yeah, starting out with the matches they did was perfect. You know what I mean? Correct. Now, then you have a moment where they do, it's Memorial Day weekend. They bring out a, a sir. Uh, they bring out uh, Captain Sean Dean, who is a veteran. He wrestles a lot on Dark. I think he's technically signed to Nightmare Factory. He's pretty good. So I hope he is. They throw up a. Uh, a numbered which to get in t- contact with if you want to help 
disabled vets get service dogs, which was nice. They threw up a nice little military tribute right there. And then we go to the patriotic match they were going to have where Cody comes out, which I would say for Cody was a dialed back intro, right? It's I, I do. It's a little dialed back for him. I, I agree. I just want to talk a little bit about the weirdness of like putting putting a, a tribute to veterans and the military right before this really weird match. It just, it feels, I don't know. It doesn't feel right. Yeah. It, it like putting that out there. And then I don't know, again, the whole, this whole feud has felt off okay. in so many ways. And th- this just felt weird. Right. But he did. Okay. Cody had a, an outfit, uh, red, white, and blue. I with, thought it with looked the gold with the gold Eagle. Uh, wings it, it for would, shoulder pads. I thought it looks. I think it looks. It cool. looked very nice. Yes. And he, they have a match, and it's not great. I it's thought that great. a go-go <laughs> did. I thought a go-go did really well for himself for about eight minutes yeah. after he hit the frog splash. Everything. Well, okay. understand too though. He hasn't done a lot of big matches. Yeah. He hasn't done a, hardly any matches in this environment with the fans like this dude this match probably and it's different from boxing where it's read and react oh yeah you're having to remember the match how this is supposed to go and I he's not he able did, to call yeah. it on the fly he I did think really he did well. good he yeah. did really good yeah Cody um, Cody had to, dude <laughs> Cody had to bring him through this yeah absolutely I, I, do, I actually do, do want to give a shout out to Cody for uh, like you could you can tell on some moves he does it mm-hmm. you know what I mean and or he goes the extra distance to make sure mm-hmm. he did that absolutely he's a great operator this match was just not great. It wasn't great, but they were in a weird spot because you took a guy who hasn't done this before and put him in a huge event. And Cody walked him through it, like you said. He hits the, uh, what was the name of that? The vertebraker for the finish, which we haven't seen Cody yeah. do before. And I don't love it as a finisher. It's fine. It's kind of, I mean, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not all for convoluted finishers. <laughs> but the whole thing worked. It was fine. We got through it. The crowd was not huge it, Periodically. <laughs> I think they knew they were supposed to be a little bit. Cody has his folks. So it, was, it wasn't it was 100% of the crowd going crazy like we had had for over an hour. Yeah, or even afterwards. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> But then we get Murderhawk Archer versus Miro next. I thought this was a great hoss fight. Mm-hmm. You liked it? I wanted it to be a little bit longer. The ending was a bit sudden, but it was good. Right. Now you had... I like actually really like the, the Jake interference spot. Not necessarily... I don't love interference, but Miro like shaking the bag with the snake and then just tossing, tossing 30 it. 30 feet. That was, that was a big We're going to assume there move. was not a real snake in there. Probably not. Right. And uh, Jake's pinned up in the corner and and Miro's going to crush him and Archer who has been on the outside runs in grabs him by the throat gets the slam gets the two count Miro um, I thought Miro was on the defensive a little more than I would expect in a Mm -hmm. match like this it still worked for me I didn't have a problem with it when Miro did get it his way when he hits the kick he gets him in the camel clutch I thought the announcers did a great job I don't know if it was Tony who said when he gets him in the camel clutch the first time, make sure you say something about the back surgery four years ago. Oh, yeah. Because they did a great job of pointing out the back surgery years earlier. And then, I mean, right after they say that, Miro gives up the hold, drives his knee into his spinal column four times, puts him right back in the hold, and it makes sense that he taps. Yeah. You know? He passed out or whatever. Yeah. You know? Immediately, by the way. Yeah. Without any cover over throat, <laughs> mouth. 
<laughs> nothing, but whatever. Uh, it's again, fine. the it's ending. Was, I prefer the ending to be a little bit different, but I like the match quite a bit. Absolutely. All right, then we get Britt versus Sheeta. Uh, guys, you wonder what happened during the pandemic. One thing that happened during the pandemic is Britt is over like nobody's business. She, they cheered her so hard. I mean, you have the baby face that's been the champ out there, and we're getting the uh, let's go Shira, let's go Brit chance, mm-hmm. and we're getting, and it's 50 50 in the crowd. Yeah. I thought this was an incredible match. I, I, I haven't, I don't recall feeling like this a lot with Sheeta. Um, I, I will say I did have a couple. She's had some good matches lately. If, go ahead. Yes. If you, this match happened a year ago, do you think it'd be as good? No, I do think Brit's I think come both. A long yeah, Brit's way. come a long way, and I think she has gotten better too. Right, and they're comfortable with each other. Yeah, I have a couple light criticisms. I think the pacing of the match was a little off in terms of what the crowd was feeling. Uh, not, yes, not that it was I think, hot yeah. early, and then they kind of slowed it down in the middle, and then got back. Which to Which I think is good. It just it does make it a little weird because the crowd really wants to say something, and it's just like oh. Yes. A uh, submission hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get it. I and get and it. it's that's totally fine. The match still uh, went pretty well. Uh, I love the little detail. Britt, early in the match, goes for the glove. Yes. It was smartly constructed, which right. is, is something by, I say about a lot of matches. Right. But, <laughs> but going going for the glove early allowed, because, you know, a lot of Brit matches, the home stretch is she goes for the glove and either she finishes it right there or she finishes it in five minutes. Her going for the glove early here that she uses for her finisher to put in the opponent's mouth and pull back, that allows for that for that finisher to become a part of the story for the remainder of the match. Uh, what, She's what's just the, one or two seconds away from Chekhov's it. gun. It's a, it's a Chekhov's gun moment where it's like you see it and you always thinking about it and it will become relevant later on. Right. Correct. Absolutely. I will say I didn't love the interference spot. I dislike that whole little run right there. Yeah. Dislike's the wrong word. It's fine. But for one thing, it, what saves it a little for me is it didn't cost either one of them the match. Yeah, abs- absolutely. Because uh, Britt gets hit, and then something else happens where Sheeta gets a disadvantage as well. So it, it evens Rit- out, if that Rit- makes sense. Rebe accidentally hits Britt. Yes. And then does something to even it out, and then neither one of those finishes It's like the net match. zero. Uh, you know, yeah. You know? And so... I, d- I didn't hate it, hate it, because we still got the clean, the clean-ish finish. That's why I liked after about she got kicked after Reby got kicked out. The Bucks versus Eddie and Mox was also pretty clean. Absolutely, I, I think there was maybe a little bit, a tiny bit of you know general stuff, but well, not yeah, hitting with a sneaker. The Mox good brothers hit him with a sneaker in didn't there. run in and no. you know whatever. right. They came out, but they didn't run in. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. And I, I did not. Now we have a new champion, as she has won. Yes, she is embraced by Tony, which which pulls on my heartstrings. I love that. Yeah, of course it does. Of course it. Does. I just I don't know. I like their their weird intimidation friendship. Tony, whose career has gotten more than a second wind with Britt taking him under her wing. Yes. Yes, thank you, Britt Baker. Yeah. DMD. Dude, DMD. again, she was over like Rover, like you were saying. Big time. They were crazy about it. Big time. They were time. giving a lot of respect to Sheeta as well, but they were crazy about Britt. Right. 
we get a Darby movie with Sting pulling up in the old school convertible and they make the drive from uh, deep California to yeah. Jacksonville, I guess. It was somewhere in the, in the Southwest. Yeah. Sky- it's showtime. Yes, it is showtime, as Sting would often say. And Sky, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page, long-standing rivalry. Uh, they jump each other before the match starts again. Uh, we get a suicide dive and a stinger crossbody into both of them before the match even starts. Ding, ding, bell rings. Darby takes the beating, which well, you would assume that's what's going to happen. Well-constructed match. Yeah, oh my God. It really was paced perfectly. Sting's spots were so big and got a pop. Darby, of course, does his, his crazy stunts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ethan, Scorpio and Ethan looked th- mean looked great. and great. Yes. It was yes. just, again, that this match was so good. Mm-hmm. Sting, again, Sting didn't even look all that gassed. Sting I, looked, admittedly, he had some short segments, but that's... He looked good. He looked when good. He was out there. He yeah. did. He, uh, he got his stinger splashes in yeah, early in the match. Stingers. And then... Yes. The, the stretch run, he goes for the stinger splash, misses it, and he puts his hand on the rope because he's he's knocked off his cell, he's knocked himself out, not out, but disoriented yeah. himself a little bit. Scorpio's outside of the ring, he's going to jump over the ring rope, put the DDT on him, finish this thing off, and Stinger holds onto the rope, doesn't give way, gets the Scorpion death drop, one, two, three. Could not have Crowd been booked was any better. Freaking so, Sting so excited. Sting never had to work more no. than maybe two, three minutes at a stretch. Darby oh took the beating, which Dude, he's great at. That bump that where Ethan Page just throws him. Oh my God! That that was a Ethan callback to the old matches. Threw him from inside of the ring, inside of the ropes, over the barricade into his brother and the. Indie wrestlers on the front row. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy, Holy cow. and it went pretty well. Oh, it went great. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> it went great, right? That, right. That that spot was really good. Wow, again, this match was just so fun and great. And oh, uh, Sting hitting the code red, dude. What? Yes, that's crazy. Yes, Sting hit a code red. You that's can't right. teach an old dog new tricks. That's right. That's right. Then we wind up moving on to the second main of event because if you hear the Pixies, it's Orange time. Orange Cassidy, Pac, Omega. What did you think about this match? This match was off the chain. I, I think there were there were a couple slow spots at first, but the last chunk of that match was awesome. Tell me this. I was shocked that Kenny was the bulk of the offense in the match, and he was constantly working. Yes. I thought for sure there would be more Orange versus Pac moments in the match. And it almost felt like Kenny, it almost felt like this match was booked to show us the best bout machine. I, I, I think I said at some point where I'm like, man, I forgot how dope Kenny's moveset was. You did was. say that. You did say that. Because he, he broke out some the, stuff he don't use all the time. Yeah, he br- uh, busted out the Quartz Wrath, which is one of my favorite moves of his, where he can't get him in the uh, which one-winged is, angel. Which is his counter. If you're countering the one-winged angel, yes. angel, you duck into that, right? Yes. Okay. It's, it's always a match he brings. It's a move he brings out in like high-level matches where right. someone can do that. Right. So he's forced to do something else, which, oh my God. Again, right. there were there were flashes in here where I just, I really remembered why watching a great Kenny match is so magical. Right. What makes it so awesome and fun and cool to watch. Right. Pac is a fantastic wrestler. What an animal. And and he, you know, the 
all of his moves are fantastic. And Orange, they didn't have you believing Pac was going to win. They saved that for the moment that Pac is out. Orange hits the champ. He gets him with the um. He gets him with the orange punch, and the, uh, the beach break. The beach break goes for the cover. The whole crowd thought he had won. Okay, that wasn't two. even the closest near fall of the match. No, he he, he lands two more. Yes. Uh, orange punches later, gets a near fall on that where Callus screams "Oh!" and runs to the ringside, and we get a one. Two pulls the yes. rest leg and gets him out yes. of the ring. So Orange should have been the champ in theory, you know, you know. And Gosh. but then of course Don winds up um passing multiple when when Kenny gets things going his way again. Well, actually, they Pox got Orange in mm-hmm. the rights. What, the what, brutalizer. The brutalizer. Yeah, Ken- Kenny goes over there and yeah, starts what happens. stomping on him, and Pac's just like, "Oh no!" Pac still won't no. let go because I'm winning this belt right here. You can't knock me out. I'm going to choke this dude. So, so he Kenny's quits. Kenny's just like, uh, he, he Kenny's like, yeah. oh, "Oh, I can't do this." So he just like double axe handles Bryce Remsburg. Right, because <laughs> if you can't take out the wrestler, you take out the ref, right? Because he can't call it. It's so simple and smart. Where I was just like, "Man, yeah." And then that guy's got kids, bro. Right. And then Don passes him over multiple belts. Every single one of his belts to hit Pac with. It was so funny. Right. And then, of course, you get the pin. Yes. But Orange Cassidy, I believe, breaks it up. And then Orange Cassidy... Oh, what did he do? He he orange punches him and then pins him. And then Kenny kicks out at two and manages to flip over into a pinning predicament for the three count. Kind of an Iron Cross pinning predicament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Where it was and, just... It was out of nowhere, too. And again... All the cheating isn't how he won. Yes. Kenny still gets the pin on what is a move that a greatest wrestler in the world would have in his ba- in his yes. bag. Oh my gosh! Really well done, dude. Again, I, I think there there was an emotional arc to this match for me where I was I got to the point where I was like, oh my god, is Orange actually going to win it? And that that one near fall where Pac hits the Avalanche Falcon Arrow, Orange just tosses him out of the ring, and then he gets him in like a really deep hook, dude. That whole section of the crowd behind them just stood up because they thought. They believed. Right. And it was like 2.9, too. So it was, I was like, oh, my God. Right. Stuff like that makes the match so compelling. And I was like, oh, my God, is Orange Cassidy going to win? Absolutely. I believed. I believed for that moment in time. And then Don Callis, you know what I mean? I get it. I hate that man. The uh, whole, yes. whole crowd is screaming, F right. Don Callis. A oh pimple on the butt of society. <laughs> that's, what, that's what JR called him. Again, he was great, though, in that match. He was oh great. Don Callis was great. Yeah. Um. And when I say this, this pay-per-view was booked for fans. One thing I want to piggyback on that is Orange wasn't going to win that match. No. So it couldn't go on last. Because they want you to have that feel-good moment oh, when yeah. it ends. And here we have, they announced Mark Henry is going to be the announcer for Rampage, which is incredible. I, I mean, thought for sure he was in WWE's back. Me too. And I've heard him talk many times. I don't think he has a problem with WWE. No, no, no. He just has an opportunity here that he wouldn't have anywhere else. It's true. And if you don't, if you haven't listened to Busted Open, Mark Henry's on there. He is a very smart pro wrestling voice. He is a wonderful human. He's one of my favorite personalities in wrestling history, both as this killer in the Hall of Pain and as this just great person to listen to talk and be a person. 
and I just love the guy. And then pulling him into Rampage on Friday nights after, what a great night that's going to be. If, if you're into just wrestling in general and you get SmackDown and then you go into this show, because I, I, I thought it was just a wonderful setup this Friday night to have those back-to-back if you are into all wrestling. If you're not into all wrestling, still you're getting two hours of your favorite thing, right? Oh, yeah. With this wonderful human as one of the voices. Now, going into the final match, you have a main event, Stadium Stampede. It was supposedly sometimes pre-recorded, sometimes not. Yeah. Uh, whatever they did, however they did, the way to do it, I know that sounded stupid, people. I apologize. It was wonderful. You start with the inner circle. Of Jer- uh, MJF pulls up in a limo. The concept is we believe the rest of Pinnacle is in there. Above the stadium, along the top, is the inner circle, and they rappel down. Judas is playing in the background. They've rappelled down. They land. There is fire in front of them. It is this it hugely cool. crazy mo- movie moment. Uh, they're in their leather jackets, the black jeans. It was cool, It man. just worked, man. Yeah, yeah. I, as critical as I've been of Jericho in the inner circle. Okay. As like a faction, it was, it was cool, right. man. They fight. Uh, MJF, of course, doesn't have his faction with him as they pull in in FTR's truck later. Mm-hmm. We begin the fight. starts in the ring a little bit. Then we wind up going to the outside. We get into the hallways. We wind up in Coach Urban Meyer's office um, after they've hit each other with some Pepsis and some food and all that stuff. We get uh, Urban Meyer and Charlie Strong, which is the defense coordinator, head coach, are in their office studying film. Uh, Jericho, Coach Strong, throws him a couple footballs. He pegs old boy with him. He hands him a computer. Jericho looks at the computer and says, nice plays, and then spanks MJF, MJF with it. MJF is perfect, I think. Uh, in, this, in this whole thing, you know, he MJF just gets grabs a football helmet and slings it, and Charlie Strong or Urban once says, oh, sh-, like that, you know, and then they put him in a... You put him in a chair or Roll, it was a, it was a rolling a chair computer and he, chair right. yeah he pushes him over and he like comically flies over a railing onto a table onto a table with food on it of course yes. lands they fight up we cut to uh Wardlow and Hager and, and uh H- Wardlow tries to kill him with a nice pick which was a nice touch love that love that <laughs> yes absolutely <laughs> then we wind up with Spears and, oh man! And Sammy in the in the house of chairs. He looked like a, a mini boss at a video game, just sitting there, like you yes. enter into the arena and the, the light hall turns of chairs. on. Yes, yes, yes. And so then they they fight all over the place. And Sammy is very parkourish. Yeah. During all this segments, oh, he, he does great and stuff like yeah. this. Um, he does wind up getting handcuffed, so he's out of the picture for a while. We cut back to. Um. PNP and uh, Proud and Powerful and FTR, they're in a disco. We, it is, <laughs> Someone described the the, the setup there as like from a David Lynch movie because it did feel kind of otherworldly in a different way because it was a little empty. Well, not only that, it's completely different from every other thing we had going on. Yeah, right? it, it, was, it was. And the only wild. people in said disco, which isn't really a disco, were the DJ who's Conan. <laughs> Which I love. Tully and random guys sitting around drinking. Waiting to get hit. Yes. Which and, is and they get randomly spanked with bottles upside the head. And then uh Tully pours them all a glass of vodka, they drink it, and then they start fighting. And I thought this was done really well too. The times we then we kind of get a rotating camera to each of these fights for a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Conan's a nice touch, the LAX moments we've had with Pride and Powerful over the years. Um, Jericho and him fight, Jericho and MJF fight into Daly's place. There's a spot where Jericho's almost hung, hanging over the railing. Jericho swings the momentum, puts MJF through a, through some form of a wood box mm-hmm. that is up there. Um, then we get what winds up being the final fight, which is Sammy Guevara and Spears. Sammy has the golf cart spot. If you remember famously last year at, at Double or Nothing, he took a really rough bump on a golf cart. This one, Spears was a little smarter, waited till it almost got there to him and jumped on top. There was no window <laughs> to stop him from getting yeah. in there. Well done. Spears in a couple of moments. Looks like he had, I had no idea this was going to end here. No, that was that was the crazy part where eventually, I mean, Sammy gets smoked and then eventually he manages to get an upper hand and, and hits does the, the same spot. Yeah, oh my God, that was crazy. He does a 640. First, he, he does the, I've got my foot in the middle of your back, which uh, Loca does sometimes, you know, to people yeah. slamming their head around. I've seen Britt do it multiple times. This time he tells Sean, I'm going to do it to you. And Sean says, don't do it. And he kicks his head into a chair that's pinned up between the ropes on the ring. Mm-hmm. Same uh, same spot that turnbuckle. Spears did to Sammy when the pinnacle was formed. Correct. Correct. Call back. Well done. 640, 123, it's over. The inner circle gets to stay together. And you know what we created? You know what they created with their heel faction? What's that? Okay. We started out. They lose. And, you know, I, I was somewhat critical of the finish of that button guts match. But we start out this. We have the movie-style entrance, rock band-style landing. We cut to the ring. Inner circle's in there. They're lined up shoulder to shoulder to shoulder. The crowd is singing Judas. Oh, my God. The crowd loved it. And you have fire and fireworks behind them. As they're shooting the birds into the camera, you created the anti-heroes. Yeah, it succeeded. Yeah. I mean, whether it succeeds for me does not matter. That depends wildly. 20,000 people had a different idea than I did they going into loved this. loved it. And I, I, I ate it up. I got goosebumps listening to it. It works. It freaking God, works. I... And Sammy, Sammy looked, yeah, feels yes. like the leader. And if you remember, Sammy was never the guy fooled by MJF. When when they all backed MJF, Sammy said, no, we're better as us without that idiot. So maybe they'll let... Jericho can still be the dude, right? But maybe we let Sammy lead a little bit and get that run that we know he's got in him. He was the star of this thing. Jericho was funny. He was cool. I enjoyed Jericho in this. Uh, Pride and Powerful... I, I'm always going to mark out for him. Always. But of all of this, this match was booked for Sammy to be the star. And that's so great. I'm so glad. Let's just keep it going. Please. Right? Did you love it? I loved it. Loved I did. It. And, I, and I'm going to uh, – I want to give a special shout-out to just the crowd for being – That up for that long. Good Lord. Till like midnight there. Shout-out to Tony Khan. To shooty, yeah. Because this thing was booked – for a crowd to stay up. And it succeeded. And except, he, except for the Cody match in the middle. But honestly, it's forgivable. But again, it did, it's four it hours. It did not take that much time, yes. It's four hours. Tough. And, you know, and it also kind of 
enabled them to have the whole uh whatever it was great dude what a great night of pro wrestling we got right there thank you tony khan thank you kenny omega john moxley uh everybody that had anything to do with that thank just thank like you said thank you to the crowd this is what pro wrestling can give you this is what i envisioned when i thought i was getting another wrestling company and just wonderful to have it here it, you know just wonderful in a lot of the right steps I, I, i'm not necessarily huge on a couple things but it's mostly nitpicks you know what i mean go ahead um they keep making lance archer lose and i just i just kind of want to see that guy succeed more right but somebody's gotta lose it's very true and also cage loses too sometimes but okay but they they really protect cage in his losses right i will say that i i'm not you know, I'm not never going to believe that Lance Archer can win again. That's not really how this works. Right. And, and for, for example, in this, though, with Archer, he was whooping more yeah, pretty I, good in this. Also very true. Um, I'm just, like, also the pinnacle. I'm just, like, where do they go from here? Is there going to be a third match? Well, what sucks is there is going to have to, like. Yeah. Although MJF can absolutely just say, I'm done with y'all. That's also true. I I, I just like I like the pinnacle as a faction quite a bit. Or they have I, to stay I, the together. Po- the potential they have, I just have, don't know if they've gotten to realize it yet. They have to stay together. They oh, have to sure. stay together. And I assume we have another match, but um, they they cannot break up inner circle right now, and they have this weird thing right now with with Mox and Kingston with inner circle. With Brit, you have these uh, very, even with Kenny and Cody, you have this very uh, over whether you, you know, if you like heels or you like faces, whatever, you're over with everybody. Oh, for sure. You know what yeah. I mean? It's yeah. It's kind of a neat thing they have going right now. And again, I'm just blown away by how much yeah. love they show Jungle Boy. I think that, that might be my two favorite moments in the night were the... Uh, with Jungle Boy winning and the crowd just loving it to death and the uh, super, super close near fall when Orange Cassidy pins after the Avalanche Falcon arrow. I think that those two are my favorite moments of the night. Loved it. Can't believe it. Oh, and also the Tony Schiavone hug. <laughs> Gotta give right. a shout out. All right. This has been a Go Home Heat production for me, KP, from my man Jared. Um, copyright 2021. Check out our friends at the Gin Project, the G-I-N-N. Project.com. Go home.